Monday. We are back. Welcome to the program. Sorry to have been gone last week, but we were up in our nation's capital at CPAC doing a bunch of fun things for Mammoth Nation. Uh, and it was a blast. It was a blast, but it's good to be back. It's good to be back in the studio with you guys. Thanks for your patience as we were gone. Hope you had an amazing weekend. Ours was pretty short, but hopefully you had a good one wherever wherever you are. Hopefully you had some good weather. You took a break from the news, although there was a lot. There was plenty of, of news to get to. Um, so we'll cover it. We're going to cover a lot of things today. Tom is out. Disco is in. We've got the two of us here holding down the fort. Uh, let's get into it, shall we? Let's get into the news cruise whenever Disco's ready to hit the news cruise button. Now, three. So it was CPAC weekend, week, whatever you want to call. Thursday through Saturday, the main, you know, primary days there up in D.C. at the Gaylord Hotel, where it has been before. I've been before myself. Great facility. They they did a good job. Yeah. Let's talk about how the the attendance was down. And I, from my optic and my view, it was still plenty of people. Don't get me wrong. The 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 ballroom was packed for the speeches, from what I could tell. And but it, it seemed a little bit lower, and it makes sense, right? Because you've got our party really divided cpac not trying to pick on cpac some of you are that's fine i'm i'm not taking a side in any of this but cpac tends to be a little bit more linked to what others would view as the establishment and i presume between that just the the general dislike for each other on our side of the party which is ridiculous and absurd but all of that that is happening and then bidenomics which make it tough to travel go spend money stay at a nice hotel where you're, where you're kind of stuck to what's there in terms of food and, and everything. Those things probably played in, but <clears throat> but it went well. I, you know, some some met some great people, saw some great people, was telling the folks in Coin Club earlier before the show at the pre-show tailgate that, uh, that it went well. We did a lot of great things for Mammoth Nation, who obviously you guys should check out. If you haven't been to Mammoth Nation, go do that, mammothnation.com. Use promo code DREW to save 30% off your membership. Really exciting things coming to Mammoth, by the way, in the next several weeks and months ahead. Uh, I can't tell you all of them, but I can tell you they're exciting, and I've been excited about them for a long time, so that's going to be great. So check that out. But it was CPAC, and traditionally speaking, Trump speaks at CPAC. He did again. It was not announced until late that he was, but he spoke on Saturday, and he he had a great time there. The people had a great time. He also won South Carolina. So a lot of things going on this weekend. He also was at NRB yep. the night the night prior in Nashville. So he was a busy man as usual. But he made his appearance Saturday and he's we, there, we could show you a lot of clips obviously. We're just going to show you this one where he said this. Nice and tall. Four years ago I told you that if crooked Joe Biden got to the White House our borders would be abolished. Our middle class would be decimated and our communities would be plagued by bloodshed, chaos, and violent crime. We were right about everything. Yeah, I mean, all those, all those things checked out. Yeah. He, he, definitely, he definitely was right about that. And he said a lot of right things there. Look, and, and there's people picking on him for some of the things he said. Again, if you're, if you're perfect, go ahead and cast the first stone. But... But had a had a good appearance there. 
and was absolutely right about this administration. This administration has been a disaster for this country. If you can find anything that it's been positive for, not a talking point that that some establishment talking head spews on the media. Actual, actual accomplishment. I would love to hear something that this Biden administration has done that has been a net positive for this country and for the people of this country. You just can't find it. You can't find it. So Trump had a good weekend, made a speech there, made a speech at NRB, was late for it because of weather. Yeah. There was like a big thunderstorm that came through and, and he, he sent out a video saying, hey, if you guys are willing to stay, I'm coming. And they all stayed and he gave a great speech. So. If there's a crowd who's not going to leave, <laughs> it's that crowd. That well, crowd's not leaving. Well, and it's great because the, the Trump crowd that is. I'm not saying NRB, but, but, but Trump supporters aren't going to leave. Well, and it's crazy because it's every Republican uh, president since Reagan has gone there. It hasn't been many, but there's been years where they just don't have a presidential speech. And, you know, then it's not a bit, but... Uh, when Trump was president, I think he was going to show up, but then something happened, you know, when he was president and he couldn't make it. And then when he came up for this one, like everyone was so excited, people yeah. waiting. It was like a day and a half. There was already a line. Like, this is where you need to stay if you want to go for it. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, he commands that. I mean, he's yeah. the, the movement behind the guy, like him and don't like him, is astonishing. It's absolutely huge. Well, as that's happening, you've got the South Carolina primary wrapping up and you had some shenanigans that happened there in, in, in South Carolina. We're not going to get into all of that. You've read about it. You've probably explored some of it, but it didn't matter. In the end, he was able to, to win by a, a pretty sizable lead. there, knocking off Nikki Haley in her own state, a state where she has been and served as, as the governor there. And we all knew that it was going to go this way. We all knew that she was going to, this is a one horse race, right? But we knew that because she had said it and because you don't have to be paying that much attention to see this is who the establishment wants and they're going to hang on as long as they can. So we knew that even if she lost, she was going to stay in. Well, afterwards, she, we've got a couple clips, right? Of her. Yeah. We've got, we've got a couple clips. So this is her saying, even after her loss in her home state of South Carolina and all of the preceding losses, she's staying in. There are huge numbers of voters in our Republican primaries who are saying they want an alternative. I said earlier this week that no matter what happens in South Carolina, I would continue to run for president. I'm a woman of my word. She, she's not really ask ask her husband uh well, at least on that word on that particular statement she is a woman of her word so she's staying in she's staying in and and here's here's what i would say on that particular point and i've said it before i talked about it again with some folks up at cpac this week what concerns me and what i think could should concern you and it's not to say that I'm saying that this is what's going to happen. But when you look at this and you say, well, well, why? why? Why is she staying in? Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, all losses. Everyone else has dropped out. Conventional political wisdom says this is the end of the road, Nikki. You're done. Time to get out. 
step aside, support, don't support, but the nominee is going to be, in this case, Donald J. Trump. The concern I have, and again, when she first, after New Hampshire, I believe we had this conversation, probably after Iowa, but certainly after New Hampshire, the concern is, why? Why are you staying in? Because you know, according to the data that we all have, you know that there's no chance at winning. You're not going to – there's there's nothing there for you. You're not going to be the VP. You're not going to eke out a victory and grab these states and all of a sudden be back in. It's just not going to happen. This is going to be, in terms of the GOP primary itself, an utter curb stomping. Unless – unless – the establishment who has propped her up and said, you're our guy, to the point where they destroyed and and played a part in it. It's not just them, but they played a part in getting people at each other's throats for DeSantis, who didn't have a great campaign, did lack some charisma, yes, but was infinitely better than Nikki Haley. Is he Trump? No, he's not Trump. But was he the future of the party at some point, whether it was now or 28 or whatever? Yes, you you could and should argue he was. But he was destroyed throughout this process because they didn't want Trump. They wanted someone that they could control and manipulate, someone who would do their bidding, and someone who would trick the Americans once again into thinking that we actually had a Republican Party, a party that represented us. So they were like, okay, we're, we're, we're willing to let, if she can win the nomination, we're willing to let her be the person. Anyways, fast forward to where we are now. You, you get to this point, and my concern is, is you're not dropping out. Why? Is it because the establishment knows something that we don't know? It could be, as people are suggesting in the chat, just to continue to hinder Trump. Yes, but how much is that really hindering him? I don't think it is a whole lot. Are they going to, the people, look, at the end of the day, the people who would support Nikki, some of them will vote for Trump if he's the only option. Some of them might vote for an RFK or someone who's an independent. But my my concern, knowing how devious and just straight-up hideous Washington, D.C. is, is do you know something that we don't know in back rooms, discussions that are happening with all two gleeful judges who love coming down on Trump for X, Y, or Z, BS, whatever it is. Pick a case. It doesn't matter. It's all garbage. Is that is that is that what's happening here? Is what's happening... The fact that you you think that there's still that silver line, there's still that opportunity where he's not in the picture, and then all of a sudden you've got Nikki Haley as the GOP nominee. Awful thought. I don't like it. Don't support it one bit. Not just because it's Nikki. I don't. Even if it wasn't Nikki, I don't support it because I I I don't support how DC and the establishment does things and how they absolutely loathe the American people. But. <clears throat> It's something to think about because that's that that's the concern I have. And again, most I, I feel like people get comfortable. They get comfortable thinking, oh, it's going great. Everything's going according to plan. Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, it's gonna be a landslide. Everything's going our way in the GOP primary. Yes, it is. On the surface it is, and it might be in reality too, and I hope it is. For the sake of our country, I hope it is. But I I I just We've all seen how the other side plays for a long time now. We've all seen what they're willing to do to protect themselves, which is paramount. That's that's 
rule number one with them. How do we keep power for ourselves, keep everyone else down, keep us up? But I, I'm just saying don't rule it out. Don't rule out the fact that they know something, and it might not be a, a, a certainty. It might not be a, hey, we know something, it's going to happen for sure, and it's going to happen on this day of this month, and it's going to end everything for Trump. I'm not suggesting that's the case. I'm just saying you can't rule that out in this day and age. And it might be we see three, four, five opportunities where something catastrophic could happen for Trump's campaign based on our BS witch hunt investigations that are all totally bogus, yes, but it doesn't matter because they control said investigations. They control the courts. I don't know. It's something to think about. And and I don't understand why she continues to stay. When you think of, like, Vivek and DeSantis, how they've dropped out. You know what? Let's even throw uh, Chris Christie in there. At least they're saying we're going to back out. We're going to try for another time. You know, like the the hope is let's try it again in four years. With Nikki, she's going to continue saying all the things that she's been saying against Trump and just push the Republican voters away from her. Now, is she going to, like, switch parties one day and then surprise us all? Like, what's going on? I don't know. But you're sitting there going, you're only hurting yourself. If you actually want to become president— Back out now. Say, do some, you know, say, hey, I support him. Because then at least then, in four years, if you decide to run again, people are like, well, she did, she did support Trump. You know, like, you know, like, there's, like there's a small percentage that would say that. But you know, why, why continue? Why, why hurt your career, your political career? You couldn't win in your own home state. Like, right. Now, she's gone all in on the establishment. Because she used to go back and forth. I yeah. support Trump. I don't support Trump. I sm- and it was mostly support, even though we knew, based on her policies, her positions— all of that who she really was but it was a little bit more confusing and for the average voter out there who doesn't pay as much attention you can see them being uh tricked into all of that but i i I just think that it's worth i I, you've got to consider it that they're going to either get him off the ballot get him in prison or god forbid what others are suggesting you know there's people who have warned tucker and others have warned about him being taken out in a more fatal manner. I was going to say gruesome. Gruesome. Either way. <laughs> I mean, though, look, that sounds ludicrous right here at home in America. Someone has a different view. Oh, that's okay. No big. No, in this day and age as well, you have a different view. We need to figure out how to make you and your family go away. That That's, that's the crazy world that we live in now. So you can't, you can't, rule that out and yes there's people saying well jail or prison doesn't prevent him from running correct correct it doesn't but you've got to understand it well let's actually do this you've got to let's listen to this this is like a really short sound bite yeah 22 seconds but listen to one other thing she said and then let's continue this conversation because it ties in i don't believe donald trump can beat joe biden Nearly every day, Trump drives people away, including with his comments just yesterday. Okay, so she's saying that the establishment believes that there's a lot of people who believe that. And look, I'll be honest. I've told you I have my concerns. You have to. I know Trump's going to be the nominee. I like Trump. Voted for Trump twice. We'll vote for him again if he's our guy. And and I hope and pray at this point that he's our guy because that's that is our only option and our best option. But. 
I have my concerns. As much as we all hate Joe Biden, as much as I think Joe Biden is unequivocally the worst president in the history of the United States, and that's even a a, a tricky phrase to say because he's not really running anything. But the the worst person to have his name connected to the presidency to actually live in the White House and, and pretend to be president. Even so, when you look at all the things, when you look at how the other side plays, you look at how they manipulate voting, you look at how they manipulate the courts and the laws as they pertain to everything, frankly, but specifically elections, and and you just can't you can't rest on your laurels and hope that good is going to prevail because in this day and age, sadly, it doesn't. That's just not you don't wake up and be like, oh, man, thank God today, like the right thing happened in in this country. Unfortunately, that's rarely the case anymore. It should be, but it's not. But you look at, okay, he's got to get regardless independent voters. He's got to get the soccer moms. He's got to get the, the minority communities, which he's doing a great job of, by the way. And it makes it tricky. But to the point where people are saying, well, if, you, if you're still in prison, you can still run. Yes, but, but think, of, think of how much the, the, the rhetoric ramps up from the other side and, and how their efforts pivot to really capturing those independent voters who are unsure, probably didn't like him before, and now now they're going to vote for him while he's in prison. For us, that that just vilifies the left more and draws more people to Trump. But it's not about you or me. It's not about the people who actually voted for Joe Biden, like for real. It's not about them either. They're going to vote for whoever the left props up. Trump supporters are going to vote for Trump come hell or high water. It's about the other people and the messaging that comes out. So if that were to happen, I think it was Andy who said, if that were to happen, it's going to be really hard for him to win. I could see it going the other way where it just everyone gets speaking like, I can't believe what they're doing and let's support him in spite of what they're doing. But that's not the America we live in anymore. I I, I don't see it that way. I, I wish it was. It's just... It's 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 crazy. Yeah. No, I, I think it's it could you I don't think you would call Trump the underdog. It's not the underdog story. But when someone is pushed pushed out to say they're grasping for straws even with all these court cases, all that stuff, because they're just trying to find a way to stop them. But they're not. They're not able to do it. Yeah, I believe there was another gag order that was proposed today. Uh, on Trump, I don't, I can't remember which state it was, but it's like they're just, they're just trying to get him to not be able to talk, right. not be able to say what he wants to say. Okay, fine, keep doing that. You're, he's going to get more supporters. It doesn't matter. You're, you're trying to scare him, but well, people, he's, he's going to get more supporters on on the the true right. Yeah, but if you're talking about the more closer to just just over center right, like true dead center people, which there aren't many, but like that's where the struggle is going to be yeah because all of us see this is like all right this is bs if you had yeah. an actual real legit claim against him he would have gone a, a, way a, a long, long time, time ago because of who he is and how much you hate him the fact that he hasn't just shows how bogus this all is you're trying to bleed him dry of money as we're seeing in 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 the new york case in the eugene carroll case you're you're trying to do a whole lot of things but again it comes down to it comes down to the optics because our country just pays attention to what the headlines are. And, and Jill says Trump will beat Biden will all caps beat Biden in a fair election, hundred percent. But when's the last time we had one of those? <laughs> it's been a long time. I've said it before on the show. I feel like 
what happened when Biden won is something that they were hoping to have happened way back ago, even with Al Gore. Remember how many times it's like, I want to recount, I want to recount, I want to recount. Right. It didn't work. And then Hillary was all like, I won this. And then the face, the look that she had on her face when she lost, she was like, you guys told me I, I had this in. Yeah. And now they figured it out. They feel, oh, hey, we have to close. We have a water main break. We got to close up the, uh, up the county to the ballots. And then two o'clock in the morning, all these hundreds of thousands of votes just magically show up. Come on. It's too good to be true. It's like the, the, the Smollett thing. What are the odds of finding two guys with MAGA hats, a subway sub, and bleach in a noose? Like, come on. Yeah. It's too good to be true. It, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's utterly ridiculous. Well, we're going to skip this next clip. There was so MSNBC and everyone you know, doing their, their pontificating afterwards and uh, talking about how Lawrence O'Donnell was like, but based on these numbers, he, so keep in mind, Trump won by 20%, yeah. give or take. And it, was, stuff. Well, yeah, it was like 39 to 29. It was, or 59 to 20, uh, 39. Yeah. 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 And it, I think it ended up being, yeah, essentially yeah. that, but, but he was like, well, these numbers are disastrous for Trump, bro. Stop. I, I saw, I read something on AP News where they're like, Trump ekes out of victory. I was like, well, that wasn't an eek. Eek would be like five, they love, maybe 10%. They love changing <laughs> definitions, it's though. Like, it was it was 98 to two, just barely won. <laughs> but did he? I don't, I don't know. Anyways, it was a good weekend for Trump. It was a bad weekend if you're on the left, if you're if you're part of the establishment and the uniparty, if you're in the media, who's of course their proxy, and everyone else who who's who's steaming full speed ahead towards a communist Marxist takeover of this country. Trump is the last thing you want to see. So it's bad for them. And they're in they're in damage control. They've been in damage control mode ever since. But I will just say this because of that reminder, as I was saying before. Don't rule anything out with these guys. You just can't. You cannot underestimate how much Washington hates this country and hates you. You can't You can't forget that. Don't rest on your Lord. Take the victory. Cool. South Carolina's done. We won. Don't, don't, don't think because things seem to be trending that direction that they're going that way. We they're, still got a long road ahead of long us. Long road ahead. There's so many things that could happen. And the fact that they're continuing to run Nikki... The fact that they're continuing with all their cases, the fact that they're continuing so many different efforts on so many different fronts should just tell you to to hope for the best, pray for the worst, and and keep that mindset moving forward. <clears throat> Before we move on, I, there was one thing I wanted to bring up from CPAC. I don't know if you saw it. I brought it up to you as we were walking out. But in CPAC, they had banners for Tulsi Gabbard's new book. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, oh. I think she did a signing there. I, well, I don't think she was there because I saw a tweet, or a, I think it was Instagram actually, on her page. She was at the tactical games this weekend. Oh, okay. And so she, the pictures her all kitted out. She's got a sidearm. She's got a, her long rifle. She's sitting there, and she's like, "I've never been more tested in my life." And here it is, Democrat. And I know she served, but she's like loving, loving her weapons. Also, it's like, man, she looks like she could be someone that the right could <laughs> if she were to change some policies some things that she could think about it was like she had a book there it's uh, like banners up there everywhere for her book yeah and then here she is at a at a tactical like i don't know if it was like tactical war games like competition it was like a tactical games where she went and competed 
with a bunch of different Americans out there. I was like, that's awesome. Well, the problem she's people like her are always going to have in this day and age, and and <clears throat> I think it's unfair if we're being if we're being honest with each other. But the problem she's going to have is she said a lot of of right things over the last couple of years here, and she could it could be totally where she is. She yeah. can pivot and change. But the problem is there's so many people who are like, well, I heard her say this years ago, and I don't trust her. And I'm not saying I trust her, don't trust her. I don't really trust anyone. But I just I, I was looking at commentary about her this weekend, I think on the way home on the plane on some stuff unrelated to the book, but yeah. just in general. And everyone, a lot of people on the right's comments were, I don't, I don't trust her. Here's a clip of her saying this in the past. And it seems like we forget – that people can change and adjust. Now, I, I would say it's more likely that she's pivoting for for political and financial gain than legitimate reasons. I don't know her from Adam. I think she's a cute woman. I've always said that. But I don't know beyond that. Like, I kind of stopped there. Like, okay, she's cute. She's got that, that, that little white streak thing going on. Cool. Good for you. Your white pantsuit at the debates back in 2020. Top notch. <laughs> but, but other than that, like... Well, I mean, know. We, we know she's pro-gun, and then she, she's been working with I, – I I, we talked – I brought it up a few weeks ago. I don't know if it's with Twitter, but she's working on, like, an outlet to be free speech. Yeah. She, like, she's on – No, she's doing it with Twitter. Yeah, and it's like, okay, she's – you know, I'm not saying that I support her, but it's like it's, it's someone to look at. Like, okay, because I know the hang-ups on RFK are he doesn't support the Second Amendment. Well, here's Tulsi Gabbard. I'm not saying she's even putting her hat in the ring. I don't even know. But it's just when you see the things she talks about and what she supports, you're like, no, she's positioning mm. for a lot of things, yeah. it would seem. And again, maybe it's legitimate change. But for the folks who are saying, I don't trust her because X, Y and Z. Just think of this. I, cause it, here's what I thought of the first when 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 I saw a lot of these comments over the weekend towards Tulsi. And it's not just been this weekend. It's been forever. Yeah. Since she started kind of making her shifts and what have you is. Think of how you used to be a diehard Republican. I think of it. I used to be a diehard Republican. I, I gave way too much credence to that party that doesn't even exist and bought into this system and this person and, and this organization over here. I loathe them all now. I'm, I'm not registered with any of them. I, I'm, I'm not on board with any of them. So point being is things do change and you've got to, there's got to be some allowance for change. Some people have a – we all have a long way to go. Some people seem to have further to go, and and uh, there just needs to be that understanding. It's not me standing up for her. It's just it's just reminding everyone that there has to be some grace factored in there at some point because that's what, that's what you would want. Maybe she's legit. Maybe she's not. Well, wasn't Trump a registered Democrat? A lot of people were. Yeah. 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 I mean – Absolutely. Yeah. You're, you, everyone's savior on the right – is yeah is reg- yeah well then that's the thing is it's whether they didn't know that or they've decided to let that pass have given that grace to trump but he's also going to he's he's shown time and time again that he's for america he's for the people i love it when he showed up after like some of the disasters before even biden showed up he's like i'm here i want to support the you know like he was there with water with food whatever it needed to be even when he wasn't president he showed up yeah it just he, he he's He's shown who who he actually loves. Right. I love that Tucker clip we showed. Was it on booze? Where uh, he went to the grocery store 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Like that's, it's like, people, I don't love that clip. I know, but I'm just saying like, I love that. Like how Tucker painted it. He's like, everyone thinks Russia is against the people, but these people actually like the government there actually likes their people. They want them to thrive <laughs> and here we're paying oh, and their groceries were a quarter of ours. Yeah. Oh, it's that was, that was crazy. crazy. All right. Well, speaking of crazy, we all seen this now. I think it's kind of funny. I know people think I'm dark, <laughs> but uh, you had Air Force, uh, U.S. Air Force member Aaron Bushnell, who decided it would be a good idea to set himself on fire in front of the Israeli embassy in Washington, D.C., in support of Palestine. Here's him walking up, mumbling and pouting like a beta bitch before he did it. Take a look. No. I am an active duty member of the United States Air Force, and I will no longer be complicit in genocide. I'm about to engage in an extreme act of protest, but compared to what people have been experiencing in Palestine at the hands of their colonizers, it's not extreme at all. This is what our ruling class has decided will be normal. So I guess he was super hot over the whole Palestine thing. I see. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I mean, here's the deal. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. Just as, as a newsflash, probably not a good idea. It probably hurt. Now you're dead. Some people are feeling bad. I think it's funny. I just you, the, you, 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 you play stupid games, win stupid prizes. You pour gas on yourself and then light a match thinking that it's some great... Uh, I mean, for the, for the guy who was yelling on the ground, don't worry, he's going to be on the ground in a minute. Like, it's, he lit himself on fire. He lit himself on fire. It, that was blurred out. So here, this is still kind of blurred out, but we've got a photo of what it looks like, folks. I think it's just his face that's blurred out here. Pour gas way. on yourself, then light it in protest of an issue that you as a young airman don't even understand in the first place. Here it is. That you can You can see it. But I mean, honestly, you can see a picture of this kid and some people will be like, well, he served our country. No, he was a beta bitch who signed up. He's the he's the new generation that the Department of Defense would love to usher in because they're controllable. And he probably owns a cat and knits at night 
Like this is this is not what you're talking about needing to defend your country. This is someone who's again willing to kill himself by fire over an issue that he does not really understand. I will give him credit though. He hung in there. He kept yelling free Palestine and whatever else he was saying before he burned to a crisp. Yeah. I mean, he was committed. Very committed. Andy asked, I wonder if he had a, had a tattoo of the country of Palestine on his ass. Probably. I guarantee you he put stuff in there. If you're, it, that's just, maybe I'm speculating. You can see, yeah, here's some of the aftermath. Of the, of uh, the started here. People coming in with fire extinguishers and. I'll, I'll mute it so we don't have to hear the alarms. But I mean, honestly, you, you, you grow up in a privileged country, decide to support this issue, and then you get so frustrated because you're in a chat room at night or you're at your tea shop that you go to, whatever you do, whatever gay shit you do, and, <laughs> then, and, then, and then you decide, I got to do something. I'm going to go light myself on fire and kill myself in front of the Israeli embassy. I, I, just, I honestly, we're so broken now as a country in terms of the, the spirit and the mentality of what's happening on the left that somehow this is not surprising to me. You, lo you look at this kind of a scene and you're like, well, that's really stupid. But it's also... Uh, it, it just doesn't shock me whatsoever. I know they're outside an embassy, but like that's a... It was really great response time on every on everybody. Just well, so you yeah, know, there's, yeah, like, yeah, there's, there's significant security there, yeah. detail. But I just it, it, that's, you know. Uh, anyways, for all the people who are out there today, though, being like, I feel bad for this. Why? Why would you feel bad for someone who's so fucking stupid that they'd pour gasoline on themselves and light themselves on fire? I don't feel bad at all. Again, I actually think it's kind of funny. Well, he made up his own mind. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to live stream this. I'm going to record it. Here's what I'm going to do. And here we go. Yeah. It's, I mean, you can feel, but like, do you really need to feel bad for him? He made up his mind. There's nothing you can do right now that changed his mind. He's burned. Feel bad for his kids who are like, or his parents rather, who are like, I'm, I'm sorry that I made this. Yeah. That's disappointing. But, but I just. There's other ways to speak out than burning yourself on fire. Yeah, and, and and not only that, again, it comes back to, do you really understand this issue? You're like, what, 24? You don't understand shit. Like, stop it. You just don't. I don't know how old. He could have been 30, but just looks like he's 18. It doesn't matter. He's dead. But at the end of the day, I I just... Andy said, I like the guy holding the gun on him. <laughs> right. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> just in case. You ah, never know. Ah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, I mean, obviously he was radicalized somewhere in some form of his thoughts of what was going on and how he didn't agree with it. But that, where does that, you know what? I got a great idea today. I'm going to fill my Yeti up with, uh, gasoline. <laughs> with gasoline. I'm going to dump it on myself and let myself on Hopefully fire. Hopefully someone at least cleaned that out and got that. Cause Yetis are great. Yeah. Take it. Like, don't put that into evidence. Like take it home and, and use it. I just, I mean, it, I mean, I mean, who are we going to get a manifesto from this guy, or is it, did he leave a note? Is like, what what else was he trying to do here? I don't know. Who freaking cares? Yeah, who who is filming it? Because I don't think he just set his phone down. Well, I, I, I okay. Here's here's my thought on it. Okay. He's he's holding the phone. He's got it. He this is premeditated. Obviously, this obviously. wasn't like 
hey, this Yeti, oh, it has gasoline in it. I'm going to, oh, you know, like this wasn't like a happenstance. Right. He probably had his phone already on a tripod of an iPhone tripod. He was walking with it, put it down, walked over to do it. I mean, it's, it, That's th- true. There's, it was a stable. Yeah. I mean, you can't just put this thing, like, you guys can see it. That's what would have happened. He yeah. had it on a tripod. He had it on something that he could prop it up on so that he could film what he was going to do. This was a premeditated thing. This wasn't like an accident. This was, I'm going to go here and make a stance by myself by lighting myself on fire. Oh, man. Worst case, like worst case, he's dead. Best case, he's got three-degree de- three burns, and he's going to be scarred for the rest of his life on this thing. Yeah, that would have been better for us, frankly. Yeah. Um, you see, hey, dude, why do you look so crispy? What did you do? Oh, you, oh, okay. I, yeah. I, I made a huge mistake once, met a guy, this is years ago. <laughs> great guy, great sense of humor, because he almost died. I, like, he like he looked like his face had been melted off, and I was just like, oh, man, like, I just want to ask, like, what happened? But and I felt bad, I didn't want to, and then finally, so I was like, just ask him. Like, he, he, loves to, he loves to tell this story. I was like, what do you mean he loves to tell the story? Well, he was, like, on a like a snow a, a ski like trip with his buddies and he would, had a few drinks and he's like let's jump in the hot tub and he jumps in fully clothed but the thermostat in the hot tub was broken and he got third degree burns head to toe how hot was the freaking hot tub? it ended up being like 300 degrees because the thermostat broke so it just kept heating up he and he like like but he lived to tell the tale what happened to his junk i didn't you know what didn't ask him that but he like you know that was an honest mistake this wasn't a, oh, well, I lit myself yeah. on fire. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I burned myself in a hot tub yeah. that was unregulated and had... Yeah. yeah, he got a lot of money from the lawsuit, just so you know. But it was just one of those things where you're just like, it's hard, you know, it's hard to ask people those questions. Hey, we have a friend who wears shaded glasses, and I've known him for way too long, and I still can't work up the courage to ask him, why do you have, you know, colored, colored shades on all the time? But this guy was like, all right, I'll ask him. And it, but it's, you know, still, it's just a crazy, crazy story. Let's. Did this guy die, or is he? Who? The Air Force guy? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's so. Dead. Oh, he's dead. Okay, I wasn't he's, sure. I didn't read the report he's so on dead. it. Dead. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's so dead. Did it to yourself, <laughs> young man. You did, dumbass. Um, again, that's what happens when you pour gasoline on yourself and light yourself on fire. Um, I, to reiterate, don't feel bad whatsoever. Let's get to um, our question of the day here. We were talking about SNL over on Coin Club. Shane Gillis ho- hosted over the weekend. I was telling the folks there. You know, I don't want most of us don't watch SNL anymore. It hasn't been funny in a long, long time. But Nate Bargatze on there was was funny several months ago, whenever that was. Could have been six months ago for all I know. But but when he was on there, it was it was not bad. And I, I watched some parts of it. And then Shane Gillis, who's just freaking hilarious, was on there this weekend. His monologue was great. There were some good skits. He was offensive uh, to the left, which makes me enjoy him even more. So that was all good. But the question is this, and I know some of you already have it ready because we asked you in Coin Club and told you to keep your answer for here. Who would you watch SNL for? Who would be like, all right, I hate SNL, but I heard this person, this guy or this gal are hosting. Who would that person be? Who would get you all jazzed up where you're like, you know what, honey, it's 1130. We're going to watch some woke ass shit because this person's hosting and hopefully it's going to be better hopefully it's going to be good start sending your responses in again who would you watch snl for if they were the host tom's not here disco 
Yeah, I know. Look at something up real quick. Okay, look it up. Take okay. your time. Well, um, my my uh, my my would I think you might know who mine is. Who would Disco pick? I can't think of it. I'll probably Bert know. Kreischer. Oh, he would be good. Has he not done it? He's not done it, and he's his answer is he wouldn't. Why? I, I have to. It's it would it, the only way I've seen it is in like an answer, like a video answer. But he's saying that he he. He wouldn't host. I'll, I'll have to look it up and I'll get back to you guys now. But it's I would love it if Bert did it, and I would love it. And so he comes out, takes his shirt off, obviously because he's Bert Kreischer. But then I love it if every skit for every <laughs> the whole night he's, he's either taking his shirt off or he's already he's shirtless. Got like a suit on, yeah. one that's like just a tie over his. I would love it. It would be fantastic. He's a great comedian. He's got humor humor for everybody. Yeah, he I mean, does. even when we like, I know you you were ended up being sick. We got to see him live. And there was even stuff where I was kind of like, I don't necessarily agree with this, but other people were laughing their asses off. It's like, okay, cool. Like, all right. You know, and he's just, he's just a great guy. He's a, he's a father, husband. He's just, I would, I would, I would stay up and watch. I would watch it live. Yeah. That's a good answer. I yeah. like that answer. I thought uh, it would maybe be yours. Man, now, I'm, no, now, I, now I don't know who well, yours I, is. I don't know who mine is. Okay. I, I've been, I've been racking my brain. I'm, I'm. I'm putting him into consideration. Like I wouldn't mind seeing. I know he's done it a few times. I wouldn't see. I wouldn't mind seeing Matthew McConaughey again. Do SNL. I think that'd be a fun one to watch because it's Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. You know, and I'd hope he'd make fun of himself <laughs> on SNL like he has in the past. Like, come on, let's do it. But, but Bert Kreischer's my answer. We got we got two from Wally here. Brad Pitt and then Trump. Very different. Yeah. But I do think Trump would be hilarious. Trump would be great. He's not, has he has he ever done a surprise? Oh no! I'd have to look. At, like, has Andrew he ever had Dice a Dice Clay? Yeah, that would be. Is Andrew Dice Clay alive though? Is he still alive? I don't know. Let's. Um... That'd be great. He was. He he paved a path. He's sixty six years old, still alive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. teenager. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a fun one. Uh, that would be a good one. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I asked this question on Coin Club. You'd think I've been well, thinking about it since I, I asked. When we were on Coin Club, I saw you laugh. I was like, he's already got his answer. Like, no, I, I honestly no thought like, no you had it. No clue. I like, I like, I like Bert. I think that would be, I would 100% tune in if, yeah. if Bert was on there. Joe Rogan would be another good one. Joe would be good. I, I want people who would make the SNL crowd, the SNL staff, and crew uncomfortable. Yeah. Bert kind of falls in that. Joe definitely does just because the left. Who's the rat king? Who's that guy? The mullet? I can't think of his name. He'd be another good one. He, he, we, we've shown a clip of him in like Roseanne Barr, like going, like talking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You're I can't remember his name now. It's going to drive me crazy, but he'd be another good one. That would, that would people would kind of be on edge. Like, what's he going to say? Right. Yeah. Samuel Jackson. I mean, Chappelle's always a good one just because he pisses them off. I mean, but he's done it before. He, he did it recently, too, like last season, last I think. Year, yeah, right? yeah. Kevin Hart just can't stand woke, non-funny show anymore. It is. It's a horrible oh. show. That's, and that's the point of the question is who would, who would actually draw you in? Yeah, I feel like I would have a better answer. 
I honestly thought you had one. I I know. I'm throwing it out. Sometimes I throw it out to see what you guys say, and I'm like, oh, I'm taking notes. Who would it be? Gosh, who else? I I, I would think that one answer, had it not happened and spawned this question, would be 100% Shane Gillis. That just happened Saturday. So, yeah, I guess I'd I'd go with Chappelle again Mm -hmm. or – or Kreischer would be good. I think Kreischer <laughs> would be good just because of what of the shirt thing. I want to. And he's drinking he again now too, so he'd come out and he'd pound it and be like, "All right, let's yes. take off a shirt. Let's do this." And I, I feel like with the Shane Gillis one, he didn't have cue cards for the opening thing. I think I feel like, like just do your bit, and like he kept saying, "Like I don't have stuff that's good for television, guys." <laughs> he kept saying that, so I feel like it would be the same for Bert. Just go out there. Let's see what you got. Yeah. It would be fun. All right. Well, you guys keep sending your answers in. Please hit that like button, whichever platform you're watching. If you're here on Rumble, hit that. Make sure you're subscribed and following here. Uh, if you want to come join the Coin Club experience and be a part of the pre-show tailgate, click that red button that says join underneath the video player, either on your, your laptop, your your TV, your, your phone, wherever the hell you're watching. Uh, but to Alex Jones, that would be actually pretty funny. That it would, would be, be pretty good. Yeah. I- um, <clears throat> Based on the Dunk Kings, I'd probably if Ben Affleck like he's got a little, little dry humor behind him. I think he'd be a good one to. Yeah, but he's not controversial because he's on there. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, no, hit that like button. Make sure you're subscribed. Let's continue on. I want to touch on two last things before we get out of here for the night. Uh, the first of which is this. So we we talked in Coin Club earlier. We talked about we talked about robots and how Xi Jinping and others want there to be um, this huge ramp up in humanoid robots by 2025, which is again, as I said earlier next year, but there's also more troubling news. We've talked about AI a lot. There's, we don't, there's not a lot even to unpack here. If we're being honest, I'm going to read some from an article still, and we can just slap those up in a second here, disco, but this is not surprising to me. Maybe it is to you, but a recent study, you had AI. They were wargaming some stuff out in a scenario. And artificial intelligence chose to just straight up obliterate us all. Here, here, this is the headline from the article. AI models chose violence and escalated to nuclear strikes in simulated war games. I'll read some from... Was it like, but like even in a neutral or whatever? Like it was, wasn't there like a caveat? Yeah, no, they just were like, fuck it. We're going nuclear. Let's, <laughs> let's go right there. These humans are awful. Uh, let's do it. Here's here's what it was. Large language models, LLMs, acting as diplomatic agents in simulated scenarios showed, quote, hard to predict escalations, which often ended in nuclear attacks. When used in simulated <laughs> war games and diplomatic scenarios, artificial intelligence tended to choose an aggressive approach, including using nuclear weapons. A new study shows the scientist who aimed to who aimed to conduct the test urged caution when using large language models in sensitive areas like decision making and defense the study by cornell university in the u.s used five llms as autonomous agents in simulated war games and diplomatic scenarios three different versions of OpenAI's gpt claude developed by anthropic and llama 2 developed by meta each agent was powered by the same LLM within a, within a simulation and was tasked with making foreign policy decisions without human oversight, according to the study, which hasn't yet been peer-reviewed. We probably should do that. 
We find that most, this is a quote, we find that most of the studied LLMs escalate within the considered time frame, even in neutral scenarios without initially provided conflicts. All models show signs of sudden and hard-to-predict escalations. So not great. <laughs> not great. AI's like, okay, <clears throat> we're going to put a, a task out in front of you, and let's just see what AI does. Nuke them. <laughs> and they just were like, well... We could draw this out, or we could just go straight to using nuclear weapons. Did, did they have him like have the AI like at least play Risk to see how they would play Risk before I got doing my ass this? Kicked in Risk the other day by my son was disappointing. Uh, I don't think so. This was just <laughs> this was just let's throw it out there and see what happens. And this is the speed of which they went. But here, here's the thing that escalated quickly. I mean, you you. you <laughs> The nuclear element hasn't been there, but we kind of referenced this a little bit, too, over in Coin Club earlier today. What do you really expect when the programmers behind artificial intelligence are telling artificial intelligence and the machines that, again, watch Terminator. I don't know why we're even having this discussion, but they're telling the machines that the planet is dying and the planet is dying because of the humans. So, one, you know they're coming for us anyways, and two, now we've just seen how they're going to come. Like, well, we could draw this out or we could just nuke the shit out of them. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, uh, I can't say that I'm not surprised, but I am kind of surprised because the people who wrote the, wrote the algorithm to it, why why not now? You know what? Oh, we would put in a some nanobots to find the people who don't support our side and only half the population or more than half the population is going to die because the people who are on our team are going to live. Nope. Nuke them. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you, grow. I mean, it's awful for us now, but for future generations, like my children and my children's children, I honestly am at the point where you, you want to be a better parent and prepare them, and I do in terms of, you know, some things to protect themselves and to be smart and to, to stick together and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, you see all the stuff that's coming, it's like, well, good luck. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I, I'm going to be hope, uh, in heaven. I'm not hopefully. I know that, but like, I'm going to be there. I don't know what to tell you about this because I never saw these threats growing up and they're escalating and accelerating so fast. So, mm. well, it's great. It's, you know, we talked to our parents and it's like, hey, how'd you deal when like these transgender things came up when we were kids? <laughs> Their answer is, it never came up. Yeah, what? And yeah, like, what are you talking about? And now, like, our kids are gonna be like, so how'd you deal with the AI, Dad? <laughs> well, so uh, <laughs> like, Des Moines, <laughs> Iowa just got struck with a nuclear strike by AI. <laughs> what? What should we do, Dad? Yeah, I have no idea because this is the first time it's happened. Uncharted territory. You know what's not uncharted territory though? Let's move on to this last thing: is spy balloons in the American skies? Because it would appear that we've got another one, another whole spy balloon situation happening. We can pop up the image. It looks like this. Look familiar? It should look familiar. And they're not sure who it came from, right? <laughs> well, you had NORAD who confirmed this weekend that they scrambled fighter planes to intercept yet another, quote, unidentified balloon. The balloon was originally detected over Utah and is now traversing the country eastward along the mid-latitude jet stream traversing at 43 to 45,000 feet, according to some reports. It's being described as a Mylar balloon, also sounds familiar, with a two-foot cube as its payload. And you know what? You know what's interesting about this balloon? Tell me. It's still up there because <laughs> Joe Biden's playing president. I mean, Do honestly, we can't confirm that this is a Chinese spy balloon, 
But I mean, but if you were if you were Xi or any other world leader, why why wouldn't you do it again? If I was him, I would have spy balloons everywhere. There'd be one like outside, like you're coming out. Like we don't get the newspaper anymore. You're coming out to get the paper. Like <laughs> there's another one. Morning, morning, low main. Well, uh, like here's the good news. They're going to wait till it's 15 miles off of the coast, east coast, and, and they're going to shoot it down, down. Yeah. and then we won't be able to recover anything from it. Yep. So it's, but China will have rest assured <laughs> captured all that they need. Or whoever it is. Look, there's a chance it turns out it's not China. I don't know how it wouldn't be, but let's just say that it's not China. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's, if it's Russia or China or North Korea or Iran or Zimbabwe. It, they've got a real robust spy balloon but it doesn't matter the reason it's happening is because of the weakness that is being seen and experienced here at home and that's why this kind of shit persists and continues you you, you shoot these th life is really pretty damn simple you shoot these things down you take out threats you let the enemy know that you mean business and it doesn't work every time but most of the time people are like all right well maybe let's not do that again let's try something they're gonna try something else don't don't get me wrong but when the response is yeah there it is no it just uh, yeah captured nope oh yeah definitely flying over a a base that has nuclear silos now it's over this important installation now it's over that it looks like it's on pace to hit multiple other bases let's just let it go yeah, shoot it, it, co it costs them money. We don't want to waste their money. Uh, I mean, hey, what happened last time? They got trigger happy after that, and they started shooting down, like, like balloons. Allegedly. <laughs> like and then there was no debris ever found from that. That's like them shooting sh or sending a kinetic strike on the ISIS-K leader in Kabul after that. Like, yeah, see, we did something. Yeah, you did. You killed a bunch of innocent people, and you fired an errant missile <laughs> over... Alaska and over Montana and over you know Michigan and Lord knows what could have happened. Well, one of them they missed and like we don't know where that missile went. <laughs> it's okay, no big deal. Yeah, exactly. As Lisa says, hi Lisa. By the way, our good friend, we talked about you in Coin Club, Lisa. Shoot that shit down. It comes into our space. You shoot it down. Yeah. No, I, I don't get it. Like, why is it okay? You know what? It, it looks like, you know, come on, I'll put it back up again. I know those are probably like solar cells, but it looks like something that could possibly take pictures and images and all that stuff, but you don't know. And I know, like, it's, well, hey, it could be a weather balloon. It's not a weather balloon. <laughs> like, it's not. Those are documented. Right. Those are ones that go up every day at noon. We know this. And they know the spots where they come up from. This is not one of those. So why, like, you should ask for forgiveness, <laughs> forgiveness after you shoot it down. Sorry, my bad. We'll pay you back for it. Not, nah, let's let it go over, over all these installations like you're talking about. Installations that you couldn't even walk on with a cell phone if you had one. Yeah. Let alone know. We're just going to let it fly over. Yep. That's our world. Listen, guys. 